welcome to Fully Fit Life, where exercise promotes freedom and diet is a four-letter word. Two guys, one goal. Join them on their journey to live a more healthy and joy-filled life. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, from wherever you are around this wonderful world that's spinning constantly throughout space, uh, welcome to the next episode of the Fully Fit Life broadcast with your host, Frank Ferreira. Hi, Frank. And me, Martin Straw. We are here to talk about all things health and fitness, and that doesn't always mean that we're talking about calories and push-ups. No, my friends, we are going to travel with you all across the uh, various terrain of living a healthy life. Right, Frank? Yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Hey, now you were, you were just on vacation? Is that I was. Um, I went to go uh, visit a friend of mine. He kindly invited us to his house, and we went to Eagle Lake. Eagle Lake. Eagle Lake, about 5,000 foot elevation, crisp, fresh air. I took at least one walk. The elevation was kind of something for me to get used to. Yeah. But yeah, took a vacation four days. You know, my wife and I were thinking, when was the last time we took a vacation? And it was probably almost three years ago. Wow. We went to go visit our uncle in Minnesota. Cool. What do you do? What do you say? <laughs> you say, heck yeah, and have a good time. And I'm glad yeah. you did that. Because yeah. as I think most of our audience probably knows, all one of them um, <laughs> probably knows. Right. At least today. Maybe they didn't, won't tomorrow, but you never know. Um, anyhow, um, most of our audience is aware that you had a heart attack here a few months ago and have yeah. been recovering. So yeah. um, I'm really happy and excited that you were able to take a little vacation. It wasn't just recovery time, although I'm sure it was recovery time, but it wasn't just the hanging out around the house waiting for recovery to happen. It was active recovery. No. Well, the recovery for me is I was in pretty good shape prior to the heart attack. And then consequent open heart surgery. And as a result, I was able to, like today, f almost four months, pick up right where I left off. I'm walking about five miles a day, pedaling about three miles on a stationary bike. I don't know. We walked for about an hour on Saturday at that altitude. Uh, through really rough terrain, walking his dogs. This is a friend of mine who uh, in eighth, uh, ninth grade we met, and he introduced me to the Navy. We joined the Navy together. He became, he was my best man. So he's my best bud. And he came to see me probably about eight or nine times while I was recovering right from the get-go. Wow. And... Just, you know, a dear friend, a very dear friend. So he said, we've been talking about this for years. And, very uh, cool. Yeah. And you got, you yeah. guys were both Navy and I'm sporting the 
maybe yes. steel uh, sweatshirt yes. here today. So yeah, yeah, I see yeah. <laughs> submarines isn't quite as crazy as seals. Maybe somebody might argue, but we both rode submarines, so we sat around talking about submarine stories and uh, sea stories, and had a great time. So yeah, excellent. It's good to be back, though. Yeah, excellent. yeah, yeah. yeah. And how about you? How was your weekend? Uh, very good. Very good. Still yeah. plugging along on yeah. projects around the house. So still working on the deck good. a little bit every day. Just kind of moving that one forward. Mm -hmm. You know, baby steps kind of trying not to neglect other things that need to be done as well. So that's, you know, a little bit of a challenge, a little bit of a juggling act and um, just kind of get to the point where, man, I want this thing done, but I also don't want to just totally burn myself out on it every single day, all day long. Right. It gets, it gets weary. Yeah. But getting close, I'm, I'm starting to feel good. Like, ah, I'm, I'm getting there. There's a light good. at the end of the tunnel and I don't think it is from an oncoming train. Right. <laughs> good. I'm pretty sure it's just very good. The wilderness, and and probably a a list of a hundred other projects to do keeps us going. All right. Yeah, I subscribe to a daily email from the Daily Stoic, and a lot of times there's just some really valuable information in there. Now this one was framed around what was then the upcoming election. And I thought, hey, that's a, that's a cool thing. So this is a quote from one of my favorite Stoics, Marcus Aurelius. And it says, you must build up your life action by action and be content if each one achieves its goal as far as possible and no one can keep you from this. Now, I mentioned that this was framed in the whole idea of um, the upcoming election. And the thought there was that we cannot control the outcome. We probably all had our desired outcome and I, we're probably not gonna discuss what those were on the air here because that's up to individuals and you know we don't wanna beat each other over the head if we disagree or whatever. Um, but mm -hmm. having a desired outcome and doing our part to achieve it, uh, really the only thing that we can do that is within our power is to cast our vote. And this was just an encouragement to get out there and to vote. And as I read through this, I, I thought of some other things because the, the statement that uh, Marcus makes is certainly far more of a broad reach than, mm -hmm. than just voting. In fact, I'm sure it had nothing to do with voting when he wrote it to himself in his diary. Uh, mm -hmm. And I just thought we could use this as a springboard to maybe talk about various things that, that we can think of where you 
are building your life action by action. Uh, so often we have the ultimate goal in place, but most goals are much larger than um, what you can achieve in a single step. And so the gist of it is kind of to look at those little baby steps that are actually involved in that. And you build towards that ultimate goal with those baby steps. Right. The only thing we can control is our attitude and actions. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And sometimes it's really hard for us to let go of the things that we can't control. We would like right. to be able to control them. And, you know, I think voting is a good example here in that, you know, people feel like sometimes that their vote doesn't really count. It's like one vote out of millions, my vote really doesn't count. But the truth of the matter is, is that it is the one thing that you can do that can have an impact. Uh, you know, we've been hearing so much about, you know, how this election is lining up to look like the 2016 election and how some states were won with only 10,000 votes versus the millions that were cast in a given state. And, you know, suddenly the one is much more important. And that's in a presidential race. In, in lesser, uh, lesser profile races, sometimes it's won by a single digit number of votes. You know, certainly at the county level, or, or even the state level in some cases, you get down in the, you know, one, two, three vote difference made the difference for whoever it was or whoever it was that won or lost. Right. You know? If it's not with voting, voting is one area. Voting is an action that we get to do, but there are certain actions that we get to do every day, every week, every month that still are in our control. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And, and those count too. Those are as important or probably more important. Well, it's more important than a presidential uh, vote. Yeah, I think they are certainly on an individual level. For example, the choices that we make with the food that we eat. We talk about this yeah. one a lot. And this one is really important. The food that we eat is an action that we take and it is within our control what we consume. So the action and the attitude, the choices that we make, how we view our life in a positive fashion, we need to really have a very good outlook and perspective of who we are. We look in the mirror and we go, okay, yeah, I kind of like that guy. Let's uh, do something that will help make him better, make her better. And let's make that choice, make that decision, that action to 
move in a more positive direction as best you can. Yeah. Yep. You know, knowledge has a lot to do with it. Education, being aware, being able to make the right choice. So, yeah. And, you know, I know this has come up in previous discussions where we talk about heredity and the impact that that has upon our health. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. certainly there is an impact there, but that is something mm -hmm. that is out of our control. We can't control mm -hmm. who our parents are. We can't pick them. That's, right. That, that right. ship has sailed, but we can be aware of what our heredity is. And then we can turn our attention to addressing the countless other things that we can do that we do have personal control over mm -hmm. as regards our uh, health and fitness. And you know, when you talk about heredity, our heritage, who our family is, in life, we don't get to pick who our family is, who our parents are, but in life, we get to pick who we are for our family. And when I started having kids over 40 years ago, I made a decision I was going to do it differently. Today, I'm thankful that we did. It was a lot of hard work. Cheryl worked really hard raising the kids, and they're wonderful, all four of them, plus their spouses and grandkids. And I'm thankful that we put that effort into changing their heritage from what I grew up with, for example. It's important because today people struggle with their kids or offspring and they're, maybe they didn't focus on them as much as they could have yeah. or should have. Yep, yeah, so. agreed. Now, the heredity that you're talking about is a physical and mental. Yeah. I grew up with a possibility of diabetes and heart attack. Hello. I caught the diabetes and heart attack and uh, it was not fun. But you were taking action that helped you to deal with it. Mitigate when, it. Yeah. So you reduced yeah. the impact. Mm -hmm. You have survived longevity wise. You have um, outperformed your parents. And, uh, and God played a big part of that. He had a different plan for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's certainly a, a very important aspect that I think we'll need to, I think we'll need to touch on that one too. And not that we're going to try to make converts out of people, but just present our stories and how we, you know, got to where we are. And if somebody's interested in that, great. And if not, okay, that's up to you. Yeah. The choices that we make one step at a time every day. I don't want to use the word claiming, but believing that today is going to be a better day. Tomorrow is going to be a better day. It's going to be good. And move in that direction where it's positive. Because yeah. what can we do? You know, Pam and I were talking about this like half an hour ago, probably, well, 45 minutes ago. And we were talking about being optimistic versus pessimistic. I'll tell you, it is so much less stressful to be an optimist. It is 
so much more invigorating and um, there's so much more energy in being an optimist than there is in being a pessimist. You know, some people have a propensity for one or the other, Mm -hmm. but I think that that's something that we can influence ourselves. It's the same thing when we frown. Yeah. We use a lot more energy and muscles than when it, it takes to smile. Yeah. You know, it's a whole lot. And the energy we get from smiling versus frowning. So yeah, smiling, Optimist, optimistic, being optimistic. I would rather be optimistic than pessimistic. Yes, absolutely. And I'll tell you, keeping in mind the baby steps in all this, in doing Mm -hmm. what you can do, is really important to achieving the end game. Mm -hmm. Baby steps may not always lead us directly towards our objective. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I'm kind of applying the literal movements of the baby. They don't necessarily walk in a you know straight line. Uh, when they're learning, they kind of meander around, and but they still end up where they wanted to end up. And yeah. sometimes that's kind of the way life goes. We Mm -hmm. end up on this meandering trail, but hopefully we're able to keep our our goals and objectives in mind and Mm -hmm. understand the things that we cannot control and just do the part that we can control. Mm -hmm. Or I I think it was uh, another Stoic, Epictetus, who talked about doing as much as you can to influence that thing that is out of your control. So the the final thing is out of your control, but there's bits that you can do to help it happen. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, you can't make it happen, but you can push it in that direction. So you can do everything within your power and then the rest is up to someone else. Yeah. Now, when you talk about action and moving forward and baby steps, you have to start to maybe make a list and observe what some of those obstacles are. We have obstacles that we have to overcome, and I think fear is one of them. I know for me, fear is an obstacle that prohibits me from taking that action. You know, and it could be, what if I don't do it perfectly? What are people going to think about me? Yeah. I don't know how to do it. So why should I start? Uh, I don't have all the ducks in order. Yep. And so I, I think as I think about things, I write them down and I'm feeding that subconscious to draw me towards that objective, towards that goal, and just realize it's a process and overcome the fear, that a fear of failure or fear of success. You know, those are some of the obstacles. I think, uh, throw another quote out there. I think it's Sun Tzu said that no plan survives contact with the enemy. 
And I think that that is, that's brilliant. And it's not just if you're planning to invade a country or something. It is any plan that we have is going to come up against obstacles or enemies that we do our best to try to figure out what they're going to be before we meet them. But we don't always know. And sure enough, no plan ever goes exactly as proposed. I mean, mm -hmm. things pop up. You know, you mm -hmm. go to upgrade, you go to upgrade some router because you're working on some project and it's like, mm -hmm. oh, this thing doesn't have as much memory as it needs to have in order to support yeah. a new version of the OS or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, this one's different because it doesn't have as many ports as all the other 15 that we've already done. Uh, yeah. So you got to just roll with it. But it's great to have a plan from which to deviate. Well, we had a plan to go up to Eagle Lake on Friday morning. And about three quarters of the way up there, we got a flat. So yep. right away, deviating from the plan, it's a challenge. It's an obstacle. And I'm like, okay, let's get that tire out. Let's start changing it. And moved right along. You know, I, I couldn't have done it a month ago but I was able to get that tire off and replaced. Very and, cool. Uh, got a little winded, but you know, it was hey. one of those things where you're in the process, you're moving forward, you hit an obstacle and you just deal with it and you move on the best you can, you know? Yeah. To the best of your ability. Very good. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> so is Cheryl. <laughs> I mean, good company. Uh, right. <laughs> could be anything i hear you i hear you you tackle it head on over under around or through grover right. sesame street right and i think marty having examples of real life situations are important because we've had them how's your thumb still stained the nail is but it's fine so that happened in the process of repairing your deck yep didn't stop you no. Right? Deck it did for a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you're boy. mumbling. Hey, but your thumb is getting better, right? It's gonna It is. Yeah. My thumb is getting better it, and the deck is still getting done. Or you run out of wood or nails or paint or whatever. No, that Stain. never happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's the process and the journey. I think it's the journey. I've always in my life have always looked at the end rather than beginning in the middle. And I don't know why I do that. I got to go, okay, let's enjoy the journey. Let's enjoy the process. Take it easy. Take it slow. Enjoy it. Breathe it in and enjoy uh, the process. I have always struggled with the process. That action to action, it baffled me. It really did. Yeah. It baffled me. It was an enigma. A to Z, baby. That's it. Yeah, it's A that's to it. Z. No, yeah. what about what about the other 24 that are in between? Right? Yeah. <laughs> or sitting down with the instructions, you know? Yeah. Read them. Maybe even follow them. <laughs> 
what the heck, you know? Chances of having extra bolts and nuts are uh, minimized. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, <laughs> so we were putting together, uh, sh actually Cheryl put the stationary bike together. It's the magnetic resistant one. Mm -hmm. And it's a very nice one. And there was this container that, you know, held something. And she's like, what is this, Frank, an ashtray? <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be ironic? <laughs> That's the irony. What is this, an ashtray? And she's joking, you know. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> now, had they built it in the, you know, early 60s, they could have 50s done, an or 60s. Yeah, done an advertisement with a doctor riding the bike while smoking. <laughs> yeah, camels, because, you know, nine out of 10 doctors prefer camels are healthier. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> we laugh, but it's not funny. <laughs> It's uh, funny that we've been that stupid. Right? And still, even today, there's some things that we're doing that's stupid out of ignorance because yeah. we just haven't been educated, enlightened, or uh, we haven't had that near-death experience that wakes us up and go, wow, what was I thinking? You know? Yep. So, so what others... Is it stoicism? Stoicism that we have, stoicism that we have to offer. Um, we have we have a bunch. There's there's just a ton of literature that's available, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and I'm sure we'll be bringing that up in the in the future. I don't have any more on this particular subject, at least not right at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. But I think there are some more examples that we can apply specifically to our primary topics of health and fitness. And that is, mm -hmm. you know, we've, we've talked about, for example, eating the best quality of product that you can afford. And you know, we've talked mm -hmm. about sometimes that is a little bit beyond people's means to do because it can get expensive to make healthy choices in the supermarket, you know, to mm -hmm. go with organic or to go with grass fed beef mm -hmm. or whatever the, the options the individual is weighing. But even if you can't do it every time, if you can start by doing it once in a while, once a week, maybe mm -hmm. even, Mm -hmm. that is going to help that is that is one of those baby steps that moves mm -hmm. us a little bit in that direction that we're trying to go and that is within our control and another thing that might be an even smaller step there is if you just flat out can't afford to upgrade your food quality at all, then I would encourage you to reduce the crummy stuff that you're taking in. It might be soda. 
it might be chips, it might be, you know, any of those kind of things that are really snacky things. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to be eating Hostess cupcakes or Twinkies or Little Debbies or, you know, whichever brand, you know, suits your fancy. Those would actually save you some money if you didn't buy them that you might be able to apply mm-hmm. to more healthy options. And again, that is within your control. You have to eat. Yeah. So you have to have food. Okay. We, we realize that, but you still have the power of choosing what you want to eat. So that mm-hmm. is within your control. I don't know of anybody that goes home from work and gets tied up and force fed meals. <laughs> so you do, <laughs> sorry. Sign me up. <laughs> you, you do have options here. Uh, yeah. Another thing would be on the exercise side. You know, oh, mm-hmm. I can't afford to join a gym. You don't have to join a gym to exercise. I believe that I have told every single one of my clients, you do not need to have a gym membership. If you want Mm -hmm. to, okay, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Having a gym membership Mm -hmm. doesn't make you physically fit. You can do that in the privacy of your own home. Mm -hmm. You can do that in your backyard. You can do that walking around the block. Mm -hmm. These are choices that we can make. And these are things that are within our control. I can't afford all the fancy equipment. You don't need the fancy equipment. You don't need the super duper shoes. You know, remember PF flyers when we were kids? Yeah. They make you run faster and jump higher. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they really. The little tag on the back. Yeah. Tag on the back of the heel. Yeah. 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 Same thing with Converse. Yeah. PF Flyers. Yeah. Yeah. Action shoes. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Those were awesome. Yeah. You don't have to have those. The commercial might tell you otherwise. Yeah. (laughs) But don't believe the commercial. They're just yeah. yeah, there are people out there that will build an obstacle course in their yard. Yeah. It's something they have to walk up, walk down, carry buckets, uh, you know, have certain weights <laughs> and you're pushing up and pulling down and I actually you know, do that in and mine. it's just right there in your backyard. Yeah. 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 I, I do that in mine. While building yeah. the deck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing those long joists off the top yeah (laughs) kind of a combination of a shot put and javelin (laughs) right we have a lot of choices we have a lot of power there are many many things that we can control and if we will stop trying to control the things that we can't control, we will be much happier, much more satisfied, much more fulfilled mm-hmm. than if we are 
constantly trying to control those things that we can't control. Yeah, and that kind of reminds me of a, a Farsight cartoon where a little boy's pushing on the door to go to school. It's midfield school for the gifted, and he's trying to push it, and the sign says, pull. And you, you just have to... Uh, <laughs> Is it going to work? Work smart. Yep. <laughs> work just, smarter. Yeah. I had the picture yeah. running through my head yeah. of a river and a guy uh -huh. with a canoe. And it's like we can fight the river mm -hmm. trying to row upstream against, you know, crazy rapids. And it isn't going to work. <laughs> you might get a good yeah. workout. It isn't going yeah. to work. But if yeah. we will just go with the flow of the river, you'll have a beautiful ride down the river and enjoy it and enjoy life. Mm -hmm. But if you're constantly trying to fight and, and wish that the river made a different turn than the one that it makes, you're not going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be frustrated. Yeah, I recently uh, ran into a friend of mine who I haven't seen for months, and he was 285. He was a big guy, and he lost 50 pounds, and I was shocked. And um, later on, I asked him. I said, "Well, what's the secret? Do you have a big strategy? You know, what was uh, what was the formula?" And he goes, uh, "I stopped drinking beer and carbohydrates." And I just kept walking. Yeah. It was a decision he decided to make to change that lifestyle. And it was within and his power to do. Yeah. It warmed my heart, you know. And you just hope that people stay on that same course. Now he's, uh, he's happier. His uh, back doesn't hurt him as much. And uh, he's a great guy. Like you said, you don't have to eat the Twinkies all day long or the soda pop. Or the beer. Or the beer. I said mm -hmm. to him, you, you look marvelous, darling. Yeah. You know, Billy Crystal. Uh, yes, I remember that from Saturday Night Live. You can uh, edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Frank, we... What else have we got, Marty? I think we drove that one home. I think so. I think we did good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The important thing is recognizing <laughs> what is within our control and what is mm -hmm. outside of our control. Mm -hmm. And really, anything outside of our person is at the top of the list of outside of our control. Mm -hmm. And even some things within. I mean, mm -hmm. even our bodies, we only have limited control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But our minds, our attitudes... 100%, 100% can be in our control. That's right. That's right. Problem Don't is, be afraid to roll up your sleeves and get to work. Yep. You know? And the yeah. problem is it can be a struggle to put those things under our control. Because yeah. let outside things influence us. Be brave. Tackle that fear. That's right. One step at a time. There you go. Action upon action. As yeah. we opened up with. Mm -hmm. Add to our life. Action by action. Yeah. 
And you put all those actions together and what do you get? You get a great life. Mm -hmm. Great journey. Yeah. Very good, Marty. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you for your time tonight and the opportunity oh, to, pleasure. to get together. It's always, yeah, it's it's always, always a good, good time. Always good. And to our listening, viewing audience, we want to thank you for joining with us and hope that you were able to find some nugget buried in there that adds a little treasure to your life. And we will be back in a week or so and mm -hmm. be hitting it again. So, and remember, 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 you look marvelous, darling. Absolutely. I'd rather look marvelous than be marvelous, <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> Very good. That, that was a good one. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners. And we will see you next time on the Fully mm -hmm. Fit Life broadcast. Mm -hmm.